We also wanted to have a single customer view on what our customers are actually doing and, and when we can actually target them at the right time instead of just doing action blasts all the time because that's how people unsubscribe all the time if you're just doing action blasts. So we wanted to get smarter with how we were targeting our customers really. That voice right there is Rebecca, and Rebecca is the CRM lead for an amazing company called World of Books. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. The way this came about is because we've got two amazing partners of this show, Bloomreach and Verse. And as part of their support of this show, we invite them on to talk about their products. Hey, it's only fair. And what I've loved is both of those companies have taken a different approach. They said, actually, we don't want to just pitch our version of Composable and why we're great. Talked about Verse here. They said, let's just try and educate people what Composable is and what it unlocks for e-commerce brands. And when I reached out to Bloomreach and said, hey guys, let's jump on the mics, let's talk Bloomreach. They said, we'd rather not jump on the mics with you. And I took no offense by that, by the way. They said, just go and speak to one of our ambassadors, go and speak to someone that is using Bloomreach. And they connected me in with Rebecca. Rebecca is a Bloomreach ambassador. And in this short show, we're using this as an opportunity to share a little bit about World of Books, what those guys do, and how Bloomreach has enabled Rebecca to be a one-woman CRM team that sells millions of books per year. So we talk about why Bloomreach, we talk about the features, the benefits, and how to become successful with the platform if it's something that you're interested in. There's links in the description so you can learn more about Bloomreach and a link to World of Books. But also, if you'd like to carry on the conversation with Rebecca, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile where she's happy to answer any follow-up questions to this show. That's enough from me. Let's get into this conversation with Rebecca from World of Books on all things Bloomreach. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us on The Right Way to Grow. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm going to say, uh, do you know when someone asks you that question, you go, I'm really good. Thanks. I'm okay. <laughs> we were actually meant to record this, uh, about a month ago, um, yeah. but I was under the weather with severe man flu and coughing and that's gone, which is good, but I've still got this annoying persistent cough, but I wanted to get on the mics and I know our editor will do a wonderful job of making me sound completely human. So, uh, <laughs> overall really good. And I'm looking forward to getting into this before we I guess the way that we met was through through Bloomreach, but before mm -hmm. we actually talk about anything Bloomreach related, I would love to just do a bit of scene setting with you and understand a little bit more about World of Books, a little bit about you. So passing the mic really over to you to say, who are you? What is World of Books? How long have you been there? And what's the mission of the company? Yeah, so I'm Rebecca Reed, and I'm the CRM lead at World of Books Group. Um, and I have... I'll be going into my 12th year at the business now, <laughs> um, which is huge. Um, but yeah, the World of Books group has been around since 2002, um, where the founders founded, a, they rescued a bunch of books that were just destined for the bin. Um, they put them on eBay and they started selling really, really well. So they had a little um, hub called... We, it was called the shed, but it wasn't actually a shed. It was it was a just a tiny little makeshift office. Um, and then they grew and grew and grew. And in 2008, they bought their first warehouse. So that's where I'm based in their original warehouse in Goring. Um, and last year, we, well, I'd say last year, last financial year, we rehomed up. It was just under 16 million books in total, selling to 190 countries around the world um 
We also recertified as a B Corp last year as well. So we got a higher, higher points that way. And yeah, it just emphasizes our commitment to the, the social and environmental values that we hold very dear. I absolutely love that. And I actually saw a link that you shared with me when we were exchanging emails. If people want to go and learn a little bit more around the mission, and I guess as a result of being a B Corp, is that what I'm looking at the document, which is um, your impact story for 21, 22. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but I was looking here and it said you've donated 201,000 books in 2022 and total right now at the end of that financial year, you've donated 422,000 books. When you say donated, where do they go to? Um, so they go to good causes. So they go to schools they, that are under, what's the word, under funded. Um, so they go to schools, they go to charities that just reach out and they want a donation for a raffle or something like that. Um, we donate books to Africa through a company called Books to Africa. Um, so a bunch of African children are reading and it's just lovely that they've got our books to do so or books that we've helped get out of landfill that are destined for the bin. They can go somewhere and some someone else is learning to read or it's wonderful. I love that. And when you talk about landfill, I saw that... Um that you guys are saving 79 tons of, I guess, waste that would end up in landfill. I'm not sure of the cadence of that, whether that's a year, but one thing that stood out to me was saving 1,400 trees every single day. That's a pretty awesome stat to be proud of, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of trees, a lot of trees. <laughs> that's really cool. And then zooming in a little bit to your role and responsibility <laughs> at World of Books, Rebecca, what is it that you specifically do? Um, yeah, so at the moment, so I am the CRM lead, so I work on all the emails for our customers, all the the journeys that any customer lands on the website, they, if they abandon a basket, then they'll get an email from me. Um, any pop-ups they see on the website, that's me. Um, basically, any content that looks like it's written by a person, that's me. <laughs> Amazing. And how long have you been doing that role? Um, so I've been in this role eight years out of the 12. Um, so I initially started off actually picking the books in the warehouse. And uh, yeah, it's been a journey from then. It really has. <laughs> what an amazing journey, 12 years. That's, there's a lot of lot of respect for that. You must have an amazing culture over there. I think, I think one of the things that I'd love to zoom into, and this whole conversation came about, as, as the listeners will have heard at the top of the show, is Bloomreach are an amazing partner of the podcast and we wanted to invite Bloomreach onto the show and they were like, no, you don't need to speak to us. Why don't you just speak to someone that uses the product and the platform? Grab that as an opportunity. I thought, what an amazing way to actually speak to someone that's using the product platform from like a first person perspective and understand what value you get from it. But before we kind of get into that, what were the things that you were bumping into doing sort of CRM within World of Books that were getting either challenging or frustrating that made you think actually we need to have a bit of a change here. Mm. Yeah, so there was a there was a number of things. So the, the platform we had before, we'd kind of I I'd, I'd say we'd outgrown it. Um because we were just we were getting a lot bigger. We have multiple versions of the website on different in different countries. So we've got a German site, we've got a French site, um and then we're massively looking to grow in the USA over the next year. Um so it was just 
not really serving its purpose anymore. Um, we also wanted to have a single customer view on what our customers are actually doing and, and when we can actually target them at the right time instead of just doing action blasts all the time because that's how people unsubscribe all the time if you're just doing action blasts. So we wanted to get smarter with how we were targeting our customers really to see more about our customers and target them at the right time. There's probably a whole host of different things you tried and tested during that time. What was it about Bloomreach specifically that you were like, actually, this is the right fit? Because having been in your position, sort of doing um, from from my previous world, running an agency and, and building some some brands, we have a tendency to go and play in like lots of different products and play with lots of different tech and we sample and test lots of things. What was it about Bloomreach that made it stick for you when you kind of, and actually before we, sorry to butt in on my own question, but how long have you been using Bloomreach for? Um, so we've been using Bloomreach since the start of 2022. Sounds like you're experiencing quite a bit of a, like, not necessarily pain, but you had some frustrations of trying to scale and single single view, better targeting so you could speak to customers at the right time. Just talk to me about that experience of like, why Bloomreach? What what made that the right product for you? Yeah, so I, th- I think because we, well, I sat in a lot of the, the negotiations, I guess, with all the with all the other vendors out there, and I think we all just came away from the sales pitch, just going, "I think this is the right move for us, and this is the thing that we need." So I just, I think maybe the sales guys at Blue Ridge were just very good at their job and very good at the demos <laughs> that they showed us. <laughs> the the thing that goes into my cynical mind now, cause, but I've got to be honest on the pod is. There's often a disconnect that happens when there's brilliant salespeople. And again, I've, I've done that role. Um, not saying I was brilliant, but the sales side of it. Um, and then it's all about actually like onboarding and then delivery and support. Feels like a loaded question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, is what was the journey like once you've been sold the product in? And just, I guess if someone's coming into this now thinking, I'm actually thinking about Bloomreach, I've met this great salesperson that is now saying this has got all the bells and whistles of what I need. What was the journey like once you decided that Bloomreach was the right product? The support that we had from Bloomreach itself, as in our CSM and the tech team behind her, have all been incredible. Like they are basically honorary members of our team because we're so small. <laughs> so <laughs> we are such a tiny team that actually it's nice to have someone go, Oh, have you thought about doing this? And it's like when you get into the day-to-day of things, you you kind of forget actually, oh yeah, I could do that simple web layer or I could do that simple browser push or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah, why haven't we done that yet? Oh, it's because we're so busy doing other things. But to take a step back and just have outside eyes looking in, it's quite handy. You've actually just reminded me of something that came up in our, our call we had about a month ago. How many How many books have been sold? Let's just say in the last 12 months, roughly oh i don't know the actual figure now but we're looking at there's definitely more than what we sold in the last financial year i want to say was it like 40 i want to say it was like 40 something 40 million do i want to say that (laughs) it was a lot what i remember from that conversation was after learning size of the company size of the volume of books that you move and then i was like hold on there's like this one amazing woman 
selling millions of books as basically a solo CRM team. Is that is that a fair playback in terms of the situation that you find yourself in today? Yeah, that is definitely fair. I am the solo person. Selling millions of books, which is pretty cool. The relationship with Boomerich feels like a bit of an extension to your team right now in terms of adding that support. If if someone's listening to this and they are in a similar situation where they're like a, in, a, in a very small or one person or small CRM team, what were the quick wins that you were looking for when you got onboarded into the platform? What are the first things that you'd be recommending um, new users to, to do when it comes to the actual functionality of the platform? And then I'll, I'd like to move the conversation on to slightly outside of the functions. For me, it was getting all of our use cases in. So all of our automated journeys and then... Once you've seen that they're working and you can, and they're definitely pulling in the revenue, you can then tweak and refine the targeting around it. So all I've done is start simple and then refine <laughs> to the point where it then outperforms what you were doing before. Um, during the last oh, six months, I'd say, seven months, um, Bloomreach brought out the plug and play use cases which are a series of use cases that you can just download to your project and you don't need any development support or any kind of tech know-how to just set these things live. Can you bring that to life a little bit for me when, when just so the listeners know what, because I'm, I'm unaware of that feature actually, which is super interesting for me. When you talk about like, it sounds like there's a library of stuff you can drag down. How does it actually come to life and what does it enable you to do? Yeah, so they've they've got a series of just there's, um, email campaigns that you could just set live where they've already built out the entire scenario for you. So all you need to do is just go in and, and refine it to the, to whatever metrics and things you are wanting to target. Cause you might have renamed them something different to what Bloomreach has just plonked in. Um, so that's what I've done with a couple of emails going on to probably refining a lot more of them this year. Um, as they've added more, um, the reporting can get a bit confusing. And there's just that Bloomreach has a lot of power behind it, where there's a lot of data and you might not need all of that data at one point. So there's a lot of reports that they've got that you could just download and it shows you, for example, they had, they had a Black Friday one. So I downloaded that and I could see who purchased last Black Friday of which I then targeted them separately to what we did on Black Friday, just to see how they performed really against the, the main group. Um, but yeah, so there was that. Uh, the plug and play use case that we set live just on the cuff when I heard about it was the sticky code banner, um, which outperformed everything I think we ever thought it would. <laughs> Bring, bring that to life as well, because I think there's, there's a risk. I, I know what that bit is, but there's a risk that some listeners go, hold on, Rebecca just said this outperformed everything, this sticky thingy banner thing. Um, what, does it, what, what was the actual function there? What did it do? And then when you say outperformed, how were you measuring that? Yeah, so we had a previous pop-up on the website, which appeared, it was when a customer added under £15 worth of items in the basket or something, then a pop-up would appear with a code. We tried, and this is no exaggeration, for months to try and get some bit of HTML to get that code to then just 
copy to clipboard <laughs> just to make it a bit easier on our customers so they could just paste it in instead of having to remember what they just saw because it wouldn't appear on the basket for example that they could then just add that in because not everyone remembers codes <laughs> and I'm sure that's a problem for everyone and this pop this plug and play popped up and it was like wait they've made one that you can just copy to clipboard so I, I, I said to my, my manager at the time, and I just went, am I all right just putting this live to see how it, how it works? Not thinking it would do anything really dramatic. So I turned off the old one, stuck the new one on. Put, you can fully edit them so you can put your branding on them so they're, they're, they're not horrible colours or anything. Um, and, yeah, so after the first month, we saw a 35% conversion rate of the use kit of the code um the then it was a 96 percent increase month over month in returning customers through that discount code and then we have seen a 142 percent increase in new customers <laughs> month over month since that banner went live so much so that after the first week of it being live i had to turn it off because the warehouse became overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a good problem to have when yeah. you're generating more demand than the warehouse can actually deliver. Pulling back to that question, so what I want to try and make sure we we cover off while I've got some time with Rebecca is if someone's immersing into the Bloomreach world, how would you, if you were their consultant, if we took your World of Books hat off and put a Bloomreach hat on, you were dropped into that business as a consultant, having played with the platform and onboarded and become successful for the last year, what's the stuff that you'd go in and support them with? How would you set someone up for success with Bloomreach? Yeah, I would set them up with just all the knowledge that I've had from using the the tool and just the best advice I could just say is just test everything because you just don't know what's going to really fly because there's some things that haven't worked and that's also fine. It's all testing and learning, but just test every kind of, aspect of Bloomreach because there's there's web layers there's browser animations there's push notifications sms email so yeah it's just test everything when you just listed off like some examples of things to test some listeners might be thinking i don't know what some of those are how did you become familiar with some of the features and i guess how to actually deploy test on Bloomreach do you have to go into it with a certain level of knowledge or is there a way to immerse get trained again i'm not a bloomreach user so please talk to me like a labrador and keep it simple it's like if i was black brand new into bloomreach how do i actually get familiar with all the tools that i because it feels like there's a swiss army knife that i can go play with how do i actually know what to go and play with that's the good thing about blue is you don't need to you don't need to have so much knowledge of everything they have an academy where you can learn everything <laughs> So their foundations course I took as soon as we onboarded with Bloomreach. And it was just an online, I think it was four weeks, online course where you learn everything. So you learn all of the the um the words that they use for attributes and stuff like that. So you learn all of their their buzzwords, you learn their report how to report report on things but in a very simple way. So they've got even further courses that you could do advanced robotic, like advanced analytics courses, which I have also taken. Um, there's how to, how to make an email. It might sound so simple because there's so many out there and 
you our previous one we were only doing html based emails so every time i'd have to go in and edit text and html and stuff whereas they've got a drag and drop and it's really easy it's really easy to make an email now um so yeah the academy has been absolutely invaluable especially for our team so we my colleague luke who he won't mind me mentioning him um he started his entire marketing career and it was literally a blaze of fire into Bloomreach. and he took the academy and he is like flying with creating dashboards and stuff i, I even went into Bloomreach yesterday and checked one of his dashboards and i was like this is actually incredible <laughs> that's amazing rebecca are there any final thoughts that you want to leave people with when it comes to um i was going to say world of books then but i'm thinking if anyone wants to learn more about what well, i know i was just thinking actually like for, for the mission that you guys are on i'm like actually everyone should just go check out world of books as well like there'll be a link in the description go check out world of books um i've had the opportunity to look through um your impact survey awesome work that you're doing love the fact you've elevated and think about culture in there uh, and credit for you guys to becoming a b corp um so if, if anyone's listening that wants to go and learn more links in the description Rebecca, when it comes to Bloomreach, any final thoughts that you want people to hear before we wrap up today's show? I feel like I've said it all. But, yeah, just everything that if you are in, onboarding with Bloomreach or you're, you're in the process or you're even with Bloomreach now, just lean on your support team because they are the one. They, they know the product the best. You know your business the best. And you're all aiming for the same goal to, to do the same thing. So have the support from your CSM, have the support from the tech guys behind the CSM, use the live chat, read all the documentation. And I've, I've become a Blue Reach ambassador and I'm leaning on other people in the business, in, in other businesses now going, Oh, you do that campaign a bit differently. Oh, why do you do it that differently? Oh, that makes way more sense. So. It's connecting with other people as well. Join everything that Bloomreach throws at you because it's been really beneficial for me. <laughs> I guess my takeaway there is the technology is one thing, but actually, there's, as I used that analogy before, that Swiss army knife of tools, but it's around the support and arguably the community that you can access to actually empower it, enable it, and make it really successful. Absolutely. Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. What a wonderful career you've had at World of Books. <laughs> Best of luck with everything in the future. It sounds like you're absolutely smashing it. Yeah, thanks for having me. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to say thank you for tuning in and I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you're new to the podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you get notified the next time we drop an episode. If there are any questions or follow-up topics you wish I got to with today's guest, please email me. It's adam at thegrowth.foundation. That's adam at thegrowth.foundation because I've told all guests I might follow up for a quick 5-10 minute follow-up show in case there's anything our audience wanted us to get to. Anything that we've covered in today's show, you can find as links in the show notes of the podcast, as well as links to our partners Bloomreach and Verse. Stay well. Speak soon. I'll catch you next time on The Right Way to Grow.